0: Most religions share a belief that the body and spirit coexist until the body has perished and the spirit moves on into the afterlife. However, there are those that remain. Some stay with a purpose. Some are doomed to relive their own violent deaths. These spirits are one of the oldest aspects associated with Halloween. For generations to come, people will still gather around the campfire to tell the stories of ghosts.
1: 13 Degrees of Screams,
0: where we watch and dissect your favorite spooky movies.
1: I'm your host Alex and Stephanie, and this is a mostly horror podcast.
0: Each season we will rank 13 movies on a scariness scale from, you guessed it, 1 to 13.
1: We will uncover the real-life myths and legends that inspire these movies and tell you just how authentic they are.
0: This week we possess some old ladies with the others.
1: Stephanie. Adix. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Have you seen The Others before we watched it for the podcast?
0: No. No? I ranked it on an 11 for the spookiness scale.
1: 11?
0: Yeah. That is so high. Others sound intimidating. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know anything about it.
1: That's fair. I mean, I haven't seen the trailer in so long. So I've seen this movie before, obviously. I guess for me, I had it as eight. Oh, okay. Throw that out there. So mid, a little bit higher. Yeah. But I haven't seen the trailer in so long. Did you actually watch the trailer before? Yes, I did. Did you?
0: Yeah. Well, just when I found out and trying to watch it on all these platforms who oh. <laughs> were trying to get the video up and running. So I ended up watching the trailer and I was like, eh?
1: Me, me. It might be scary. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is like not streaming on anything. No. So if you're listening to this and want to watch this movie, I'm sorry, but like, good luck finding it. But it is on YouTube. Certainly. Yeah,
0: the full thing too. Like, no one's trying to take a cut from you or anything, <laughs> or or put an ad in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. But you have some like weird subtitles to deal with.
1: Yeah. I don't know what language that was, but there are, yeah, there's just subtitles on there that is not English or anything I'm familiar I, with.
0: Yeah, hieroglyphics. I don't know. <laughs> that is not hieroglyphics. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, nude. <laughs> so, did you like it, though? Yeah, it was interesting. That was good?
0: hmm I kind of had a Sixth Sense kind of vibe. Like, I kind of knew that the family were, at least the majority, were dead.
1: Oh, <gasps> Spoilers for this 2001 film? <laughs> I'm always giving the spoilers right off the <laughs> bat in case you're wondering
0: yes do you want to go into the background for it
1: yes i can do that the others is a 2001 english language spanish gothic supernatural psychological horror film so what's really weird about this is it's considered a spanish film but it was written in english and then dubbed to spanish
0: and it has like no like spanish markers or anything like that like you would expect if it was going to be like a spanish movie and like subcategorized that way Mm -hmm. it like maybe spanish architecture of the home or something like that or a partially spanish cast or something no no just a bunch of white people
1: (laughs) that's uh, yeah seriously that's all that's in this movie the others was theatrically released in the united states on august 7th in 2001 and in spain on september 7th in 2001 It was a box office success, grossing over $200 worldwide and received positive reviews from critics, many praising the director's direction and screenplay, as well as the musical score, atmosphere, and Kidman's performance. Nicole Kidman is the lead role in this movie, which I thought she did a really good job.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Even the kids. There's two kids in this movie, her children. They were like, they're really good.
0: Yeah, no, I believe they are her children.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So on Rotten Tomatoes, the film has an 83% approval rating based on 162 reviews with an average rating of 7.2 out of 10. And the website's consensus reads, the others is a spooky thriller that reminds us that a movie doesn't need expensive special effects to be creepy, which there aren't really any special effects. Barely any, I would say.
0: No, and just from like going in without knowing anything about it, I kind of deemed it like your typical haunting because it's just like doors shutting and stuff like that and rattling and weird noises coming from different floors
1: of the house. You don't have to have any effects for that. No, you don't see really anything. It's all in your imagination, which I think is the scariest thing you could do sometimes. Right. So, although the film deals primarily with spiritual interactions with ghosts, it is suggested that it was inspired by the 1898 novella The Turning of the Screw, written by Henry James.
0: We all remember reading that. I've
1: never read it. Really? I know nothing about it.
0: Uh, It's so hard to remember all of it. I believe she is... A nanny. It's like a historical <laughs> drama kind of shit. <laughs> Much like this movie. Remember Stephanie I? has no
1: idea. She actually never read this. She's lying to all of you.
0: Uh, no, I just, I read a lot of them grouped together. So, like, I read that along with, like, Fahrenheit 451. I read that one. And, and Animal Farm and everything. And all
1: of them are kind of, like, construed together somewhere in the back <laughs> of my head. <laughs> They're all mixed together. Something about burning some books and talking pigs. I don't think yeah, it's that one. Yeah, no. There's no, no talking not animals. those. No. Not
0: those, but I believe it's like she's a nanny, but there's weird goings on in the house. and But there's also kind of like a psychological drama aspect to it as well. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, I know it's like a super popular historical novel, but mm. I've never read it. What is another one? Great Gatsby. I never read it. I oh, didn't. no,
0: I never was forced to read that either.
1: Yeah, I have no idea about that.
0: I watched the movie and I was like, I don't see why, <laughs> why they do this <laughs> to people, but okay.
1: Yeah. So in April 2020, there is actually news of a remake that might come out. So again, another remake that might happen. Oh, that'd and then, be
0: interesting. Yeah.
1: And then there is, I don't know if we've seen Scary Movie 3. Have you seen that at all? No. There is a scene or parody from this movie in there where the main character comes in and it's the I Am Your Daughter scene, but it's Michael Jackson <laughs> underneath there. That's kind of great. <laughs> <laughs> I am your daughter, and she rips off the veil as Michael Jackson under there. So this was one of the movies that got parodied in one of the scary movie movies. So oh, nice! If you want a little snippet, watch Scary Movie Three. Oh, okay. Are you ready to talk about the plot? Yes. So
0: we start off in 1945. It is right after World War Two and grace stewart the mistress of the house literally just wakes from her bed screaming for i don't know a nightmare i guess
1: <laughs> no she didn't have a nightmare stuff that's just how she wakes up <laughs> she was having a pleasant dream more than routines yeah. <laughs> you should see what happens when she actually has a nightmare
0: oh god no and basically she starts the day introducing her new servants to the house the perimeter <laughs>
1: <laughs> the premises yes
0: the premises it's a huge house and she keeps it mostly dark, and she's very particular about when one door opens, the other must be closed and everything. And everyone has to shut the doors and stuff behind them directly.
1: It's very strange. So You don't know why for a while. Right, just too. Like, is she just very particular?
0: Yeah, there, there is a reason. So these three people that she's hired found an ad in the paper and have come to take up positions at their estate. And one of them is an older woman named Mrs. Mills. Then there is Mr. Tuttle, who is going to be, like, a gardener of sort. Her name's Lydia. A mute woman named Lydia, yes. And Lydia is supposed to be doing, like, just kind of cleaning and be seen, not heard kind of thing. Well it doesn't matter. She doesn't <laughs> talk. So well but, Kate, but Grace, in this sense, is very particular about the house being very quiet though. Yes. Like so even when she says she's mute, she's like, oh not like oh poor dear or anything. She's like good, I didn't like to talk to people anyway. Well, like, <laughs>
1: thank God she doesn't talk because I didn't care what she had to say anyway.
0: So. Right. And Mrs. Mills is gonna take on the spot of Nanny for her two children, Anne and Nicholas, who she introduces to them By telling them, "Help me close the blinds and everything like that." Like I'm like, are they only going to come out at night? Are (laughs) they vampires?
1: They're they're actually gremlins. Oh,
0: okay. So yeah, don't feed them after midnight. Like it's very important. Oh, it's
1: beyond that. They're already the gremlin. (laughs) They already got fed. Okay. Oh gosh.
0: (laughs) So they come out, and they're you know just two normal kids in 1945. (laughs) Yeah,
1: they're not uh, spoiler. They're not actually gremlins. No, no. Unfortunately.
0: But eventually Grace explains to Mrs. Mills that they cannot be around direct sunlight. So they have like some sort of photosensitivity disorder or like an allergy to the sun and they will
1: burst into boils. I thought you were going to say burst into flames. (laughs) Okay, I'm glad you did not say that because that's that's not accurate. I thought you believed that for a second. No,
0: no, burst into (laughs) boils, not flames, if they are in direct sunlight. So nothing more than a candle for them. Yeah. So they have to take extra precautions with them. And they basically go on to show her about the house and everything. But eventually, Mrs. Mills confesses that she actually worked in the house previously, as well as the others. It was many years ago at this point. But she's familiar
1: with the area, the property, you know, no big deal. (laughs) Do you think so? This raises a question before you know what actually happens at the end. We'll, Mm -hmm. We'll get there. Do you think she just, like, works at the property, goes home, and just watches the newspaper, hoping for a new ad to work there again? Yeah, she I don't just think like, so. She just sits by the window, but like, I just want to go back. <laughs> because the way it makes it seem, like, that's what she She's does. just
0: been waiting at the front gate for, yeah. <laughs> for any sign of help needed. Mm-hmm. And actually, Grace later on, like, the next day confronts her because she found out that something was wrong with the post system. And her letter to put this ad in the paper never went out.
1: So So how did they know? Yeah. Why are
0: they here? But Mrs. Mills says, oh, I figured a big house. People always need help when you have a big house. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's how I'm going to go and get into
1: a big house. (laughs) You should just come with the house. You know, like when you list it, I feel like that's like an added bonus. Yeah. Having these three people, they're they're part of the...
0: Right. I mean, when you have a house that big, I feel like the help should be transferable.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. That sounds really bad. Yeah. These three people, they're part of the property. Well, they're like
0: taking care of the estate for you, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you still pay them. Don't treat them like slaves. That's bad. Like-
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Is that part of the contract, though? Is that how that would work? I it's guess. Like, sorry, you're just part of the house forever. You can't leave. <laughs> or, like...
0: Uh, I mean, we have to make it clear that it would have to be free will. Like, you can't just be like, oh, you will live forever.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> As, as long as they
0: want to stay.
1: <laughs> yeah, which she does because she keeps coming back.
0: Right. Or best write a nice recommendation letter for her and be like mrs mills really likes this house man yeah. <laughs> she wants to stay and help yeah so mrs mills gets more familiar with the children and forms like a little bond with them watching after them making them breakfast and stuff like that and she notices that Anne in particular is kind of like a bully to her younger brother nicholas i don't know if they're twins or
1: i think he's like maybe a year or two younger. yeah he's gotta be younger yeah so Anne is just they're so different. Like, Anne's not afraid of anything. She likes to pick on Nicholas. You know, she's...
0: Everything. Everything. Yeah. And then
1: Nicholas is afraid of everything. Yes. Listens to his mom, doesn't want to upset her. And they're just completely opposite children.
0: Right. Nicholas is very needy. Like, anytime Grace tries to leave the room, he's like, give me a kiss, mommy. Like... <laughs> <laughs> give me kisses, please.
1: And Anne's like,
0: what the fuck?
1: <laughs> Anne's like, fuck off, mom. I don't even care. Right. She's not even a teenager yet.
0: No. Anne's like at most like nine.
1: (laughs) She'll kill you. Yes.
0: Anne is the villain in this whole movie. We just haven't realized.
1: Truly for the longest time. Like, she's the antagonist. Like, don't get me wrong. She is the problem. But she's the problem, (laughs) yes.
0: But she hints at the fact that their mom has gone mad over time, and Nicholas is like, no, don't say anything bad about mommy.
1: (laughs) Mommy? No. No, mommy.
0: (laughs) But either way, it's hinted at that. Something's wrong. Yeah, something's wrong with Grace. Something's wrong with Grace. And Nadine. she's, like, paranoid or crazy.
1: Paranoid or crazy. One of the two.
0: So since these servants have come to live with them, almost instantly they hear goings-on in the house, like doors shutting, like commotions in different rooms.
1: People running.
0: People running around, yes.
1: Windows opening.
0: Windows opening, yes. Which is a big no-no. Right. No one's supposed to fucking touch but those don't lines. don't touch those
1: goddamn windows. <laughs> you will feel the wrath
0: right. of Grace. And Grace is adamant about finding out who did it and when, and everyone's like, I don't know, Grace, still... I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: they're like, this, the three housekeepers are like, girl, it ain't us. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Right. I mean, I get why she is the way she is, because, like, her kids will burst into flames, <laughs> but she's ready to kill somebody.
0: Yeah, like, someone leaves a door ajar, and she's like, who did this? So it's like little things like that happening. But ultimately, it builds up to her seeing the piano in this one room play by itself. And absolutely no one's supposed to touch the piano.
1: Yeah.
0: Because um, she doesn't want it making a racket. She gets migraines and wants the house to be quiet. So she shuts it and even locks it and then leaves the room. But then hears like it opening again, I guess, and then peeps back in. And it's been opened again. Mm-hmm. and being able to be played and she shuts the door and then the door rattles at her and stuff like that too like someone's on the other side of it and locks her out Mm -hmm. and she freaks out and decides that she's just going to go out into the fog and find the priest we never see this priest by (laughs) the way
1: (laughs) yeah she doesn't get very far
0: no but we've heard talk that he was supposed to come by and bless the house because they can't go outside because of the kids Mm mm-hmm So she's determined to go out there and find him herself, but she actually doesn't because she finds her long-lost husband just standing in the woods. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention, she is married, but he was in the war. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think she mentions that he left like a year and a half ago, and they got news that the war was over, but they don't know where he is, so he's just presumed dead. Mm Mm-hmm. So she finds him in the woods and leads him back home and he basically just says he was trying to find his way back. <laughs> yeah,
1: he looks dazed and confused.
0: Very like, much he's like,
1: so. What am I doing here? How did I get here? Who are Well, he knows who she is, but he looks like he doesn't.
0: Yeah. Very yeah. confused. And it kind of just continues like that too. Like he says hi to his kids and he recognizes them, but basically after that, you almost assume he's going through like extreme PTSD because oh yeah,
1: for sure he's Something. just laying in the bed motionless. <laughs> yeah, he has some things to sort out.
0: Yeah, which I don't blame him. It
1: was World War Two, but <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that was like a fun time. Right? He's been lost in the woods for who knows how long. <laughs> Could you imagine? He's like help, help, please. He never made it help. to the war. <laughs> he never. He got so... That's why he's so confused. Yeah. Wait, how did I get... I'm back home? He's just been wandering the woods this whole time. For a year and a half. He's just pissed that (laughs) he's back home.
0: Right, (laughs) right. I never made it.
1: Charles, poor buddy. Yes.
0: So they're trying to get Charles acclimated, but he's catatonic, basically. And they kind of leave him be while he sorts himself out. Meanwhile, like, throughout the movie, we see a lot of Grace reading Bible verses to her children. Like, the story opens up with her telling about how God created the universe in seven days and everything with the rest day and all that. And she explains the four different places that you can go in hell, basically, in limbo. Yeah. And she's just like, by the way, children definitely go to hell if (laughs) if they're not good children. And Yes.
1: Looking at you, girl.
0: Right. She is trying to, like... Put the fear of God
1: into Anne all the I time. I mean, listen, Anne needs a little bit of a... Uh... A little bit of fear of God. Right. So I do not blame Grace at all.
0: hmm So she's also been trying to prepare them for communion. So she has prepared this beautiful dress for Anne to wear with, like, this big long veil. She literally looks like a mini bride. Mm-hmm. And Anne, of course, is in love with the dress. She looks so pretty and like a little baby bride. So she wants to play in it. Grace says no, but ultimately lets her because she's just having fun and being a kid. And she goes and checks on Charles for a second. And he's just kind of out of it and sings to him for a minute. And he's still
1: just vibing.
0: Just like, okay, that's a nice song. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Barely says anything to her. And she comes out and cries for a minute, but she can still hear Grace playing in the other room. So she comes to tell her it's time to take the dress off. She doesn't want it to get dirty. And Mm -mm. she notices that her hands are a little weird.
1: Yeah, she's playing with a little marionette. And the first thing she notices is her old ass, wrinkly ass hands that a child should not have. Right. They're very bony. (laughs) Very bony. Yeah, like the knuckles are, you know, real big. Protruding,
0: yes. So, she says the line, like, what have you done with my daughter? And she's like, I am your daughter. I I'm mad, I am your daughter. I'm like, oh,
1: that is the scariest part yeah. of this whole movie. And that's in the trailer. And I remember seeing the trailer for the first time. And I was like, I need to see this movie. Because <laughs> I, think I, I think I actually saw this in theaters. Oh, really? I want to say I did. 2001? Yeah, I think I was nine. It was PG-13. I guess. I would never see that. <laughs> I was like... Uh, I need to see it. <laughs> I need to see it. Baby Alex was, is yeah, like, yes. <laughs> for sure. That But it is so disturbing because you see an old lady. It's an old lady.
0: An old lady behind the veil with, like, white eyes, basically. Like, she, we later believe
1: that she's blind, but. Yeah. And it still has Anne's voice, though.
0: Right. And like, she, like exactly and then she does
1: this weird little giggle <laughs> and it's just so creepy seeing it like vaguely coming mm-hmm. from this old woman's face behind the veil it is so well done and it's in this obviously in a dark room this whole movie is in dark because the kids right. can't see which the is sun. honestly
0: isn't that scary though because of the veil and everything it's really hard to make out her face
1: but that's why i think it's more scary because if you were able to see it It'd just be an old lady, but this—it's like you could still tell it's an old lady, but it's kind of hard to see exactly what's going
0: on. Right, the giggle was weird though, yeah. like the little smile she does. Oh is yeah, well, a
1: little it's, too like much. Just, it's not scary; it's just disturbing, like creepy.
0: It's yeah, because she's, like, crouched on the floor playing with a marionette. So yeah. it's weird, to say the least.
1: Yeah. So Grace Yeah. So, happy about this.
0: So Grace goes ape shit on her. <laughs> <laughs> Where my
1: daughter? <laughs> Throws her to the ground. Yeah. Might it, as well have hit her with a chair. She doesn't. But. but she starts, like, choking her, basically. Like, you're not my daughter. What have you done with her?
0: And Anne is like, no, I am your daughter. And she takes off the veil. And it's Anne. It's Anne. Yeah, so. Totally fine. Yeah, so Anne freaks out because... She claims that it's just like what happened last time. She went mad.
1: Mm hmm. So, quote unquote. I wasn't there. Right. Not mm-hmm. But and is obviously rightfully so unhappy.
0: Right. And according to Mrs. Mill, she's inconsolable and will only talk to her father about it. Mm hmm. So she does. And Grace goes and talks to him afterwards, and he is very upset with her for whatever happened the other time.
1: The other's time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just he, keep going.
0: But he basically begs her to tell her it's not true. And she's like, I don't remember. Kind of vaguely avoids it. And eventually he tells her, I only came back to say goodbye. And...
1: Bye. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? Yeah, Charles. came back to say goodbye?
0: Charles is like, I'm going to go back to the front. And she's like, the war is over. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Going back to the woods where he belongs.
0: Yeah. And then they sort of just make up for like two minutes and go to sleep. And when she wakes up, he's gone. He peaced out. Yeah. Okay, bye. Okay, right, bye.
1: That's a weird way to say I want a divorce, but sure. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, so Charles is gone. He's in the movie all but like 10 minutes. Right. And, and just bounces. Yeah,
0: so he leaves and by the next day... He's just not there anymore. And the kids are screaming because, like, all of the blinds are open in the house. So she can't even, like, maneuver them into a room that's dark until she corrects the situation. Yeah. Because all of the blinds have been taken down.
1: Yeah. So she covers them with, like, a blanket. And she's, like, running around with the kids. (laughs)
0: Like, what the hell? What Uh, happened to all the blinds? (laughs) (laughs) It's a decoration nightmare. So she confronts Mrs. Mills and Tuttle and Lydia and they're like, oh, no, who would do such a thing? Who would allow sunlight into the house with children? Like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: with well, children. Any child.
0: <laughs> and they kind of reason with her that Mr. Tuttle had a family member that had a photosensitivity and they eventually just grew out of it, that you just have to test them with sun exposure, but Grace isn't having it. Yeah, if they die, they die. Just make a new kid. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Just make a new one. Your husband just laughed out of the blue. I don't know.
1: Oh, Mr. Tuttle's probably single. <laughs> The tutster. Let's get it going. (laughs) The the tutster.
0: Oh, and I forgot to mention, too, when she leaves to go find the priest to bless the house, Mr. Tuttle's out in the yard covering up gravestones. Yeah,
1: not suspicious
0: at all. No. And honestly, too, like, if I were, like, someone that hired someone to do a task, like clean up leaves in the yard or something, I'd find it kind of weird that they would be taking the leaves and putting them back (laughs) into the yard. (laughs) But she's concerned about other things. And she tells him to go look for a cemetery of a family Mm -hmm. that might have previously lived in the house because the children keep on talking about a kid named Victor in the house Mm -hmm. and she found some
1: photos with people people.
0: that were dead and she thought they were asleep. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: I feel like she should have known better because that was the thing they did. Well, before that.
0: I don't know. I feel like...
1: I don't want to say that's, like, common knowledge, but, like... I
0: didn't know that was a thing that people did a lot of. Oh, never
1: mind. Yeah. It was, like, a full book of them. Like, (laughs) not just, like,
0: one grandma. It was everybody. (laughs) It was was,
1: uh, multiple families from multiple generations.
0: Yes. But she found it
1: very macabre
0: and very creepy, and that's what kind of threw her into going to find a cemetery somewhere on the property and getting the house blessed. Mm -hmm. Because she finally believes that it's probably ghosts. It's something. Yes. So, since Grace is upset about the blinds, she basically has forced the servants out of the house. And the children try to run away because they're afraid of grace at this point. And they stumble upon the graves, like, immediately. Like, they're just
1: outside their window. I think at this point, because, well, you know, you say what they are first. Yeah. And then we'll go what I think.
0: Right. So Anne is like right up close to them and she can read the names on the gravestone and it's literally Mr. Tuttle and Mrs. Mills and Lydia's gravestones Mm -hmm. and she has a hard time convincing Nicholas that they are dead because they're approaching them from the other side.
1: Yeah, and, and coming I'm towards like, Nicholas.
0: Yeah, and she's like, no, they're dead. And he's like, you're always making up stories.
1: <laughs> Now's the time he chooses not to believe her. Right. i like, Nicholas, right. this is not the time to finally, like, stand up for yourself, buddy. You're going to die. Like I told you, too, like,
0: Nicholas is, like, two chapters behind everybody <laughs> in the audience. Like, he doesn't even realize that they're in a haunted house at this point.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. So, but eventually... He believes her, and it comes running towards Anne.
0: Yeah, and the servants kind of chase them back to the front door where Grace is, and she's freaking out because they can basically just step through the door. Oh, and Grace also found a photo of them all
1: in that, dead in one know, photo. They all realize this at the same time. Like, yes. Grace is upstairs and sees the picture while they find the... Headstones. All
0: right. But Mrs. Mills tells them that there's still others, like... Intruders. Intruders that are up around in the upstairs and stuff like that. Since we've heard these noises and stuff like this all this time. I guess Grace probably assumed it was the servants at that point since they're dead. Yeah. But she's like, no, no, you gotta go talk to them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's more people up there. And because Grace tells the kids to go upstairs and hide. Yes. And the servants are like, "Um, they're up there with your kids. You might want to go...
0: Sort this out, you know, (laughs) have a
1: nice little talk with the intruders.
0: Right. So upstairs, too, where the kids have fled into, there is a table full of people, one with the old lady that we saw earlier, holding a seance and talking to ghost
1: the which ghost stephanie
0: uh the children the
1: freaking children she,
0: like because the kids are like hysterically crying and the old woman's like why are you crying like who did this to you and stuff like that right. and it comes to be that they realized that grace had smothered them and they are all
1: dead and grace took her own life yeah anne's reaction to that She's like, is that how she killed you? And is so taken aback. It is so good. I'm like,
0: her eyes pop out of her head. Like, what? Excuse (laughs) me? And they're like,
1: we're not dead. We're not dead. And then Grace is like, we're not dead. And then she starts shaking the table. (laughs) And it's really cool because they cut from the perspective of the people that are alive. And you don't see her. You just see the table.
0: Right. And her ripping up pages. But like, you don't see that. You just see the pages floating in the air and tearing apart. So, yeah, Grace realizes that the intruders are actually a family that have tried to move in, and Grace and her family and the servants are scaring the family's child,
1: Victor. Well, scaring all of them. Well, yes. So it's revealed that they're actually the
0: people haunting the house. Yes. Yes.
1: Whoa.
0: And after all of these <laughs> sightings all at once, all three of them, too, right in the same room victor and his family promptly leave <laughs> yeah
1: next, it's like the next day
0: yeah like the house is already for sale
1: <laughs> before yeah before they're even leaving the wife is like i've had enough of all this we gotta go right now she's not having it i think the dad no. still wants to stay she's like victor's dramatized she keeps seeing this girl no they're not having it yeah
0: And Mrs. Mills comes to console the children and Grace and basically explain that you just have to learn to coexist with the living and sometimes they'll stay and sometimes they'll just pass through and just kind of have to deal with it. But it's almost a happy realization for them because at least they all get to stay together one and then they can finally like open the blinds and the kids
1: can be in the sun and stuff again too. Because they're already dead. Yeah. Simple matter. Right. That's it. That's how it ends. Mm Mm-hmm. So you liked it?
0: Yeah. I almost expected, though, like with the realization that she would have crossed over or something like that. But no, they're just going to keep on going as if she's the mistress of the house, except she just did with everybody else. Like, right. Yeah. I wonder... Mrs. Mills is like, you want me to make you some tea? <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm, I'm curious. So you know how committing suicide is seen as a sin right. in some religion? I wonder if that's... Why? why because she killed herself so i don't but then why the, the kids, kids wouldn't be there
0: with her I unless don't think. they
1: stay because i don't know i guess that's the discussion about how they dealt with ghosts yeah, in this movie right did you see the twist coming
0: yes i had a feeling that it was going to be kind of sixth sense like they're all dead like surprise <laughs> yeah because it had that feeling too like just the suspicion around the children they really build it up at first too when we're about to see them so I almost expected them to be like a ball in the corner and, then, <laughs> and yeah. then you'd see a child just standing in the corner and then you'd flick on the light and then they're not there kind mm-hmm. of thing. But a lot less practical effects with ghosts and everything. It's more of just internalizing the fact that they were dead the whole time.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. The whole movie, I guess. So first, let's back up. This movie has ghosts the most. Right. Because
0: it's from their it's perspective.
1: It's from their perspective. And yeah. the whole time you're thinking the family that's living are the ghosts which is so interesting that they can't really see the living yeah so it's almost like both sides of the coin are
0: being haunted by each each, other
1: yeah which is i think is a brilliant idea i know and grace mentions the fog this whole movie the whole house is enveloped in fog all the time yeah so do you think that has to do with the whole effect like that's what it's like when they're dead like The whole atmosphere is just always foggy. Because she mentioned, like, it's never been this long before.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm guessing. Probably almost a little bit like Mother, in a sense, too. Like, the house and the property is just that. You know, like, that's where they remain. That's their limbo. Like, there's no no going through the woods to find the priest or anything. They're not coming to you. You're not going to them because it, it just exists there, you know?
1: That's what I was thinking when she was going to see the priest, like... She's never going to make it. Yeah, this whole movie takes place at this house. Right. There's no other set at all. So I think I do think
0: It's almost like their own realm even though they do have people coming into it, but it also exists in like the spirit realm as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think the fog is definitely just representative of the afterlife. Like that's what the atmosphere is. So do you think they're in limbo? Is that what this is? I think so,
0: because she has that huge discussion with the kids about going to limbo and everything like that, too, in the beginning. So I feel like there's like a symbolism tie in there, too, that that one like Grace's idea of hell or whatever or limbo is incorrect because she's living it, obviously. But you know what I mean? (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it is eternal. Right. Because she tells the children, like, imagine the end of eternity. And they're like, my head hurts.
1: (laughs) What does that mean? Right. The end of eternity. It's like one of those things, like, sometimes I think about space. This is so weird. Especially when I was younger, I would, like, stare up at the sky and just the thought of, like, space being infinite, like, literally made my head spin.
0: Right. Like, it just goes on and on and there's no end or beginning of it. Right. Yeah.
1: Do you think they're just trapped there forever? Do you think there's a chance they'll ever pass on or are they just SOL?
0: I think SOL, honestly. Well, I think that's why Mrs. Mills is just trying to get them to come to terms with it. Mm -hmm. Because at first I thought Mrs. Mills was bad in a way because she's trying to hide it from them at first.
1: Yeah, they definitely put suspicion on the three of them to make them seem bad. And then when you find their gravestone you're supposed to think like oh they're the enemy like
0: right they're the ones bothering them and everything but no they're just trying to get them to come to grips with what's happened
1: yeah it's like intense therapy yeah but i wonder why they're it's just so interesting
0: well she does have a discussion but it's almost kind of a pointless side conversation that i didn't include in the plot honestly because i was just kind of going off of what i remembered verbatim but She does have a little sit down with Mrs. Mills at one point and asked about how Lydia became mute and what the house was like when she worked there. And she said that she managed a staff of like 15 people, but they all started to leave once the owners moved away and like a plague of tuberculosis kind of hit.
1: Which is how they all died. We assume so because they
0: were all grouped together like that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know about Lydia's speech thing, though. It said, Didn't she say at the end something that Lydia said something and that was the last thing she said?
1: It's, she stopped talking when she found out she was dead.
0: Oh. Um,
1: yeah. So, once she found out she was dead, she was like, I don't know if she just couldn't handle the realization. And Maybe. And that was just. Yeah. Maybe
0: that's why they try to take such care with them, making them realize because that could happen. hmm Like, they could not take it well and just. Stop talking. Forever be mute. <laughs> yeah.
1: Could you imagine just, like, thinking you're alive and just finding out. That's oh my god! That's terrifying.
0: Yeah, and that you're at work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That and there's nothing you can do about it. Right? You're just like, what do you mean? Like I'm just oh, that's the worst place to find out. Yeah,
0: though. right. That's awful. <laughs> oh my god, no.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't blame her one bit. I did want to make note that when they found out that they were dead, the whole Anne and the old woman, Anne actually possessed her. So there is possession as well. Right. In this movie.
0: But it doesn't seem like they don't really like appear to people, though. Well, Anne says that she can see Victor. So I guess Victor sees yeah. Anne.
1: Yeah, well, at the end, they fully see the family. So it's weird how like sometimes they see them, sometimes they don't. And I think that's very much like the reversal. Like sometimes they see the ghost because Victor said he sees the little girl sometimes. So it's interesting to me that Every once in a while they see each other, but not all the time.
0: Right. For some reason, I wish they had like a more indicative like clue too. But I'm guessing it's because of the whole like two planes thing, like the living and the afterlife too. But at some points, it obviously touches, connects or something and they see each other or like feel something or whatever or hear something. Mm -hmm. But not always.
1: Yeah. I love the way they handled it because... It would just suck to be dead, but also you're haunted by living people. So, like, it's like you're eternally being haunted. Because no matter where you go, if they could leave, which doesn't seem like they can. So anyone new that walks in, you know, as long as that house is being occupied by the living, they're always going to be haunted by
0: By the living living. as well. Yeah.
1: That's a little upsetting as well. Right. But I feel like a lot of the other times, like, ghosts, I don't, I mean, I guess I don't know if they know they're dead. Like, when you watch, like, Ghost Hunters or something, or...
0: I mean, there's so many different types and everything like that. Like, I know in, like, severe trauma cases, like, sort of like Anne and Grace and Nicholas's situation, where there would be, like, a murder or a violent death, spirits are kind of, like, doomed to repeat the traumatic event over and over again. Mm -hmm. But not really for them, but Mm -hmm. that's one instance.
1: So it's hard to say, because if we compare it to all the other movies, like, we don't always know if the other ghosts know if they're dead or not like this is the first movie that kind of touches on the realization that they're dead right because if we because you
0: can't really ask them in that case because we're in the
1: perspective of the living the whole time yeah so if we go back all the way to ghostbusters like the librarian at the very beginning do you think she knows she's dead i don't think so because she's going about her business doing the same thing as always right whereas there's like slimer who i'm fairly certain probably knows he's not yeah. alive anymore <laughs> right like
0: because he's just doing all kinds of practical jokes, and, in right. a sense, and just eating stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so this is the first movie we watched, and probably the only one from the perspective of the ghost. Now, Well, that, Casper. Casper knows th- he's dead. That is true, yes. He, I guess he is the main character, but I kind of split that up between Cat and Casper. Right. But, like, this is like the dead, although that's the whole twist at the end, so you don't know that. But, yeah, it's just interesting. Like, yeah, obviously Casper knows he's dead. (laughs) But he doesn't remember his life, which is also another parallel to this. That's
0: true. They They remember.
1: Yeah, they just don't realize they're dead. And Grace, she, like, remembers what happened at the end.
0: But she kind of, like, reinvented what she thought happened. Right.
1: So that's another parallel of forgetting the truth Right,
0: because she thought she had attempted to smother them, and then they somehow fine. made it, and they were just going about
1: Yeah, she, life after that. She mentioned she thought, like, God gave her another chance or something, like, they were fine, but no, she, she killed them. Yeah. It's interesting that she doesn't realize they, like, actually passed on, which is interesting to me because she kills herself and she doesn't have any recollection of that because you know it's different than thinking you killed somebody by smothering them versus taking your life like you
0: right so
1: she represses that completely
0: and oh i'm now just thinking about like the symbolism too of her like walking through the house trying to shoot at the ghost with the gun that mm-hmm. was probably the gun she used to kill herself Yeah,
1: because it was a shotgun you know? yeah and they're like i ain't gonna do nothing girl right we did so do you think you'll keep it at the 11 spot was it as scary as you thought it was going to be?
0: No, definitely not. I know that we're almost like at a halfway point with all the other stuff that we've watched, but I want to say no. I don't think it'll be up there, mm-hmm. but I also don't know what to expect with the other ones at exactly. this point.
1: The others ones. The others. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I swear I'll stop it. Again, with the mansion, big houses.
0: Oh yeah, mansions are ones. always haunted.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only one that doesn't really have a mansion is Ghostbusters. Casper, Whipstaff. 13 right. ghosts, now arguably house, mansion, <laughs> glass, cubes. Yes. But it's still a house, technically. It was advertised as a mansion. Right. In the Haunted Mansion. Definitely
0: mansion. a mansion. So, yeah.
1: again, a mansion. This honestly could have been... Forget the ghosts. This could to be a mansion.
0: <laughs> a mansion series. <laughs> yes.
1: But, but I'm sure that'll change with some of the other ones. I think it's weird that they all got grouped together in uh, our yeah. random number right. generator. Do you have anything else to say about the others?
0: I think we covered it. Honestly, my only question that I can think of is: obviously, yeah, I get why she killed Anne. <laughs> and I mean, not saying that child murder is justified, but I understand. I well, I just see why they butted heads.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Nicholas
0: was like a doting child for his mother, and he still got smothered too. Like
1: I know, poor Nicholas. I well, there there was just something obviously wrong with.
0: Yeah, maybe it was also Grace. the grief of her husband never coming back, and because yeah. he didn't really come back. Mm-hmm. He only came back to say goodbye. After he was already
1: dead. Yes. And, oh. So, yeah. Poor Grace. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show and listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, giving us five-star rating is super helpful, and we would definitely appreciate it.
0: You can find us on social media using 13 Degrees of Screens.
1: This has been 13 Degrees of Screams, and we will see you next creep.
0: Sweet. (laughs) What? I'm just doing rhymes.